raise your hand, your family will enjoy peace. I know this is what you want. Your family will enjoy peace. I didn't hear the loudest amen. This segment is for families. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every family under any storm will enjoy peace from today. I prophesy and decree that your family is moving from troubled waters to calm waters. Your family is moving from troubled waters to calm waters. I want to share with you one strange insight I've gotten over some years. And I call these capsules for family peace. Capsules for family peace. Because the presence of Jesus in every home is not just to shout amen and to shout hallelujah, but to enjoy peace. He is the prince of peace. So if he's seated in your home, you shouldn't be fighting now. There should be peace. In 2 Thessalonians 3.16, and this is what God is saying. He said, by all means, he will give you peace always. Look at this scripture. Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace. How many times? By all means, the Lord be with you all. Lift your hands. May you have peace always by all means. Nobody will ever need to enter your household to settle any quarrel. Everyone struggling in their families, understanding has become an issue. Husband doesn't understand, wife, wife doesn't understand, husband, children don't understand anybody. I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, whose I am and whom I serve, may peace be restored to your family. In the name of Jesus. Number one capsule for family peace is affection for God. Affection for God. Affection for God. If it is the Lord that will give you peace, always by all means, then you better have affection for him. What you have affection for is what affects your life. If you have affection for God and it is evident in your family, it will affect every other thing. Affection for God. If at this level your children can tell you they are still three, four years old, they don't want to go to church, and you two you sit down with them, you are already building problematic children. Yes. Who will not only affect you negatively, they will affect the world negatively. It's not the duty of a child to tell you we don't want to pray. And you say, okay, he's tired, he doesn't want to pray. If not, it will give you all night. Later on, you'll be fighting. You'll be misbehaving, you'll be on all night. The one you should have done 10 minutes, you didn't do. That's now become all night. When God is absent, peace is absent. Now, please hear this. I didn't just say carry your children to church. Teach them as well. You teach them. Don't give the responsibility to teachers in children's church. They are trying. You too, teach them. Did I hear you, man? Especially men. <laughs> Around the world, women are more fervent. I'm telling you, if you like, be looking. It's a proven fact. From Canaan land to Maryland, women attend church more than men. 
it's a proven, just look around, there are, many, there are more women in this service. You see, I don't like how she's talking to me, but she's leading spiritually. Number two, quick, number two, because you'll start jumping. There are others that concern you too. All the women, because you think it's all about men. Number two, capsule for family peace is financial security. What do I call it? When they ask you for things at home, don't start speaking in tongues. Peace in the family has a lot to do with financial security of the wife and the children. Do they think you are taking them to a financial destination that would, even if you are not there yet, are you on the route there? Financial insecurity is a necessity, of a, sorry, financial security is a necessity for family peace. If you trace many family challenges, it's related to money. My husband doesn't love me. He doesn't care for me. What she's saying is you are stingy. <laughs> Matthew chapter 14, 14 to 21. This is truth. And you know, it's not you that called me. Matthew 14, 14 to 21, there was crisis. Everywhere was in an opera, great multitudes. Jesus knew what these people need is finances. And he multiplied bread, everyone sat down. You see, where there is misbehavior, you check it, provision is lacking. When there is correct behavior, provision is in abundance. So what am I saying? Let's begin to plan financially. Let's do what? Don't live above your size. You know an oversized suit? Have you seen an oversized suit before? If you fold the hand, can you fold the back? Don't wear an oversized suit. You don't use faith to pay house rent. You use money. If you bind your landlord, I lose him. Because it's a right to collect his dues. If you don't save today, tomorrow may not be safe. Let your family know where you are and where you are going. There are also some wives who make a lot of demand. Let them know we are not there yet, but we will get there someday. If you want peace, you better embrace finances. If you say, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. We love God in this family. Let's pray, let's pray. A time will come where it will be, let's pay, let's pay, let's pay. We have prayed, prayed, prayed. Now pay, pay. And pay. Also, if you are giving birth to children, you better know that they are expensive. <laughs> Number three, capsule for family peace is truth and transparency. What do we call it? Truth and transparency. 
until you are transparent in truth, peace will be close, closed from you or it will be far from you. It will be far from you. Please stop lying. I know we are all forgiven, but all have sinned, including myself, and come short of the glory of God. When you want to marry, please be open. Because one day, from an unexpected source, the truth will come out. And when the truth comes out, if you have already spoken the truth, then you don't have any fear. Romans 3.23. For how many? Read now. How many? All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Most of us have junk in our trunk. Truth hurts, but truth also heals. So speak the truth. That you see, I'm born again now, I'm on fire, but before, ah, this how I was. That's how I was. If you've married before, tell them I've married before. Don't say he has died. <laughs> or she has died. One day they may meet themselves somewhere. And you'll now be calling, Pastor, please pray. Did you tell the truth? No, but no, do it now. And be free from all of that. Praise the Lord. Don't hide the truth so somebody can marry you. One day when they find the truth, the marriage may be over. So be truthful from the beginning. Are you hearing that? Many are carrying secret scars because they have secret pasts. James 5.16, confess your faults one to another and then you shall be healed. There is nobody that will meet my wife now that will be praying in tongues. Everything she needs to know, I told her. So relax yourself. You hear somebody has moved to Houston. Suddenly you can't travel to Houston. That's not correct. Number four. It's what I call dual cancer. And this challenges us mostly traditionally from some part of the world. Because some people believe only the man talks. It's not true. If it's not in the Bible, don't listen to me. Matthew 14, 14 to 21 that we read. Even Jesus, he knew what to do, but he asked the disciples. If Jesus can ask, who are you as a man that you can ask? Jesus could ask his disciples, but he knew what to do. That you know what to do doesn't mean you don't receive dual cancer. When you see family in crisis, many times you hear the wife say, but I told him that that step is wrong. But some men, you can't hear from any woman, you only hear from God. That would be a problem because the day you don't hear from God, you take the wrong step and everybody will watch you. If you refuse to be canceled, you cannot cancel trouble from your home. Dual cancel. There are also women who talk too much. So when you are asked for cancer, just give your own view. And then the best decision will be taken. Dual cancer. That's coming together. I'm thinking about doing this, my wife. What do we do? Okay, I think we should take this step. That's how people live in peace. But a house where is a command, 
and the man is a commander, and every other person is a troop, <laughs> then it will end in trouble. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I want to quickly finish before the children come in to be blessed. Number five, very important. This one, nobody taught me, but I had directly from God. And I'll show you one scripture that I found in 2018, 2017, 2018, very heavy. If you want peace in your family, embrace encouragement. What do you call it? Encouragement. The greatest gift sometimes you can give your family members in order for them to be peaceful is not money, but encouragement. Oh, you did well. You didn't do well. I'm the only one doing well. You're already breeding trouble. Your kids do well. Tell them you have done well. I'm proud of you. Your wife does well, oh, sweetheart, or baby, or whatever you call her. Why are you looking like that? You don't do that here in this part of the world. <laughs> Some will be forming in church. <laughs> uh, it doesn't make you spiritual. It, all those things, hiding and pretending, looking straight like this. Like this. When you still have trouble, you will still come to us. <laughs> so relax yourself and, and learn. Deuteronomy 1.38, heavy scripture. Just listen. He said, but Joshua, the son of Nun, which standeth before thee. Is that not how your wife and children are before you? Is that not true? He said, he shall go in thither. Therefore, do what? encourage him for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. Encourage one another. Encourage. Don't discourage. Rather, encourage them. You have done well. Your wife gives you an idea. Don't steal it. There are people like that. Don't steal it and do it. And then later on you say, it's my idea. You see, it's working. Encourage. There are some people, any idea their wife brings because they have more money, they steal the idea, implement it, and the wife won't taste one thing from the success. There are people like that. Don't root out or pull down one another. That was not spoken to you. That was spoken to a prophet. Say, I've ordained you to root out or pull down. It's not you to root out or pull down in your house. Was talking of forces of wickedness, not rooting out and pulling down your children and your wife. That's not the Bible. Number six is what I call team parenting. Team. Team parenting. That is the two bringing children up together. Half time, I play with my children and I'm still preaching. So don't think, oh, if I, how can I play with them? How can I have fun with them? It won't make me spiritual. It's not the Bible. Ephesians 6, 1 to 2. It says, honor thy father and thy mother. If the children should honor father and mother, then the children should be raised by father and mother. Not mother alone. If you check children very well, the, the one they love most later on in their life is the one that catered for them more. That's why most children love their mother. 
That's the truth. Because the mother gives them the attention that they need. But let's now do it together. Praise the Lord. Shout hallelujah. There are fathers who do all the providing, but they are absent. That's not parenting. That's providering. <laughs> number seven. If you want family peace, number seven capsule you must swallow today is affection and attention. Affection and attention. 1 Corinthians 7 and verse 3. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence, and likewise also the wife unto the husband. So two of them should be affectionate, husband to wife, wife to husband. Proverbs 5 and verse 18. Proverbs 5 and verse 18. He said, let thy fountain be blessed, and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. So this is only possible when there is affection and attention. Family members, beginning from husband and wife, should learn to show affection. From a little age, start teaching your children how to hug, how to greet, how to... And it's what they see their parents do that they do. There are things you should still do in front of your children so that when they are married, they know that this is how daddy loves mommy. You can't preach something to them that they don't see. You've never hugged your wife in front of them. No matter what you preach, they won't do. Number eight is personal development. Listen, when the husband and wife are not mentally compatible, trouble is born. Some, the men are growing, but the women have not grown. I remember many years ago, somebody came to Bishop Oedipo and said, Sir, we need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. What's that um, hurricane? Katrina. One of the major ones said, we need to pray for the nation of Katrina. <laughs> Some don't even know what I'm talking. Is Katrina a nation? <laughs> Heavy prayer. But mine, there are people who the husband and wife can't converse anything relevant. You know why? One is like this, the other is like this. Don't be deceived because your husband gives you money, please grow. I'm not talking of going to school. There are many people who have graduated but are not educated. I'm not talking going to school. Since you graduated, which book have you read? Please develop yourself. He said, be ye transformed. Is the Bible. Romans 12, 2. If it's not Bible, don't believe. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Some have not read one book this year. That's why you're always fighting. Because when one says this, another one says that. It's not that they can't just reason to can two work together, except they be what? Agreed mentally. Don't mistake education for information. We're in the information age. Don't be a prayer warrior who knows nothing. 
mental capacity must be improved for peace to reign. Please go and read. What you are hearing now, I don't think you hear it in any other church. Every message is a book in this church. One service, you have 14 points. Another place, they will just shout and scream and go home. You don't think I've read this week? <clears throat> if you don't read, you will become read. <laughs> so develop your what? As you are praying and speaking in tongues, also be reading so that you can be relevant. Shout amen. amen. Do you understand that? Number nine, emotional security. It's important for all families to ensure that there is no emotional abuse of spouse or children. The husband is to ensure that his wife is dealt with with care, especially emotional care. First Peter 3, 7, he said we must deal with them as the weaker vessel, right? Do you see that? Weaker vessel. Men, before you get excited, weaker means there's weak. So if you say weaker vessel, you are the weak vessel. She's only weaker than you, so you deal with her with care. Praise the Lord. Every member of the family has emotions. Please respect it. Your child today, you are shouting on and kicking and slapping and doing all those things. Tomorrow, he will soon become a husband or a wife. And when you are begging for a place to stay, they will say no. <laughs> so emotional security. Number 10, this one won't spend time on because it's what we've just looked on, vision. What do we call this one? Vision. Any family that will enjoy peace, it means husband and wife have a vision. They know where they are going. The reason why there's chaos and trouble is because one may know, the other may not know. Or both may not even know. Causing trouble up and down. Proverbs 29 verse 18, it says, where there is no vision, what happens? The people what? So a family can perish because of lack of vision. Another translation of Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people go wild. When you see a lot of misbehavior, instead of fighting, sit down first and say, what is our vision as a, as a man? What has God called me to do in life? As a woman, what has God? Because every calling consumes you. You become too busy to be up and down causing trouble by vision. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Husbands, if you found your vision, encourage your wife to find her own. Wives, if you found your own, encourage your husband to find his own. Husband and wife, if you found your own, encourage your children on time to find their own. And then that will bring peace. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Number 11, are you blessed? Yeah. Number 11 is physical appearance. This church will teach truth to even you yourself will know that you are hearing the word of God. Make no mistake about it, physical appearance matters. It doesn't just matter before marriage. Sometimes it causes chaos in marriage. Your husband says, this hairstyle, I don't like it. Please change. Your wife says, this dressing, it embarrasses me. Please change. 
Do you understand what I'm talking about? Fiscal appearance matters. Don't be waiting for commendation from outsiders. The real commendation should be from your house. Do you understand that? Amen. If you understand, clap for Jesus. Songs of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 7. Take down these scriptures because of our time. Songs of Solomon, 4, 7. He said, Thou art all fair, my love. There is no spot. Is that in your Bible? Look now. Is it there? They are all fair, my love. There is no spot. That means you look good. Praise the Lord. I know many Christians don't like reading Solomon. <laughs> Take down Ecclesiastes 3.11. He made all things beautiful in his time. So God appreciates beauty. And then so many other scriptures. Now number 12, because of our time. Number 12 is what I call atmospheric condition. Every house has an atmosphere. When you enter a house, you can tell they always fight here. No matter how they smile. You can tell this house, they always fight. Some of us as men of God, we know we'll just be smiling. Oh, you are welcome. Oh, sweetheart, baby, oh, please give pastor something. When we go out, we say, eh, that house, because the tension in the house is heavy. Once you enter the temperature, it's not normal. A family filled with joy will remain strong. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Proverbs 17, 22. So you see, let's keep the atmosphere joyful. Don't put people on that tension. That you're arriving home and everybody's running is not something to be happy about. Let the condition of the house, if peace will reign, be one that is, you know, conducive. Learn the hobbies of your children. Learn the hobbies of your wife. There are some things you may not want to watch. If your wife wants to watch it, just pretend to enjoy it. <laughs> that will keep the atmosphere sane and sound. Number 13, and then we try and close. Number 13 is love and honor. This is the principle for a successful marriage and home. Ephesians 5, 20 to 23. Husbands, love. Wives, honor. So keep loving. And women keep honoring. Most times when I sit with couples and try to counsel them, this is one major area. Every other thing is good. We all come to church together, so on and so forth. But this woman doesn't honor me. This man doesn't love me. Therefore, we are fighting. And once love and honor can be put in place, we are sure that the peace will reign. Finally, number 14. Are you blessed? Amen. Number 14 is association. Please, if you want your family to do well, there are some people you can't associate with. This one is heavy. Can two work together except they be agreed? Your best friend just divorced. You will soon divorce. That's the truth. Your best friend is always punching the husband. She will soon teach you the skills of punching. Husband, 
You are a child of God, but you move around with people who have no regard for their wives. They will soon have a discussion with you, telling you that you are a weak man. That strong men don't say I love you outside. And before you know it, you start manifesting the demons inside them. Many homes are in chaos because of wrong association. Don't befriend anyone who has crisis in their home. Let the crisis end first. Then you befriend them. Are you blessed? Stand on your feet. Amen. Raise your hand. I will declare some very strange things over you. Now in the name of Jesus, your family will never know crisis. Please shout a louder amen. Your family will never be a divided family. Your family will remain united. I decree trouble will never find an entrance into your family. No strange woman or strange man will enter into your home. Sickness will not divide your family. Disease will not kill your family. I pray over every family represented here this morning. In the name of Jesus, our children will give us rest. Our children will give us rest. Our children will give us rest. In our lifetime, we will see our children scale higher heights than us. None of us will ever bury our children. In the name of Jesus. Now, I'm going to pray something very heavy and dangerous over every family. I don't know why God is asking me to do this. It makes no parent happy to see one child out of four succeeding. Am I right? It makes no parent happy to see two out of four succeeding. It makes no delight or gives no delight to any parent to see some doing well and others not doing well. Now, please lift up your hands. Every one of your children will be at the top. Every one of your children will be at the top. Every one of your children will be at the top. Now, many people don't care about this, but you know, you are not just a father, you are also a sibling. I'm going to take this in another direction. You are also a sibling. You will shout amen mostly when it deals with your children. But what of your brothers? What of your sisters? Some of you want to be on top so you can be controlling them. That's not the kingdom of God. There is room for everyone on top. If God will bless you, why can't he bless your sister? Why can't he bless your brother? Why can't he bless your cousins? Now keep your hands lifted up. Your brothers and your sisters will also do well. and your sisters will also do well. Your brothers and your sisters will also do well. In the name of Jesus. They don't have to be members of this church. If it's not the truth, there's no point in preaching it. It's the church of Christ. So wherever they are, the same blessing from here to speak on their lives. 
Therefore, I decree every member of your extended family will also succeed in life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You know why there are envies in many households? It's because of this. All this wickedness up and down is because one is doing well, the others are not. But from now, everyone will succeed. So you better tell them, listen to this message. Wherever they are in the world, let them listen to it and plug in. There are laws for success. Engage the laws. We can all succeed at the same time. Clap your hand. Give Jesus a shout. Amen. Amen.